Welcome to the Bad Girls on Business, the podcast that makes business more fun so you want to do more of it. Here are your hostesses with the mostesses, Jenny Bellinger, Virginia Mooskies, and Michelle Nedelec. Welcome to another episode of Bad Girls on Business with the only podcast that is safe, sane, and consensual. We also do real, raw, and unedited episodes, so all of our guests know that we're going to have a great conversation, and it's all going on the internet. You guys are usually used to hearing from our referral diva, Virginia, starting out, but she's actually on a plane today, so she entrusted Michelle and I with this interview today, so... Silly girl. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, yes. So... For those of you who are listening for the first time, though, I am Jenny Bellinger, your direct sales dom, helping you whip your business into shape. And my co-host is Michelle Nedlek. I'm your mistress in business, helping you get it up and keep it up. And of course, we're talking about revenue and profit. I love it. And today we have a great guest with us. He's actually become a very quick friend of mine. His name is Michael Fritzius, but he goes by Fritz. He's located in the St. Louis area and has four kids, and he started in the world of technology and has now hopped into the world of being a podcast production agency with his company called Podcastify. So welcome to the show, Fritz. Thanks. Thanks for having me. And I guess I need to have a catchy tagline. I'm like, I don't know. I got two turntables and a microphone. That's the best I can do. That's that's all I got. (laughs) Good visual. I'll give you that. (laughs) It does create a great visual. So, but that's more DJ than podcast. Do you do a little more? No, I don't know. I throw some music tracks together every once in a while, but it's fun enough that it's like, yeah, this is pleasurable, but I need to hand this off to somebody. So yeah, I have a guy for that. There you go. Well, that's always a nice thing to be able to say. I got a guy for that, right? Yeah, that's right. So give us a little bit of your history, Fritz. How did you get started? You know, your bio says you started in the world of tech. Tell us about that. So I've been around technology literally since I was a baby. My dad used to work at Wang Laboratories. And so we had a lot of computers. Like we're probably the first house on the block to have a computer and and. That just kind of rubbed off on me. I grew up wanting to be a computer programmer and I got my chance. I actually graduated with a degree in computer science and went in and out of different fields, got into testing, got into automation. And there was just a steady progression of consulting, contracting, independence, starting a business. And about end of last year, I decided, you know, I'm going to take everything that I know about automation and media production and just interpersonal stuff and podcasting. And I just stuck it all together. And I said, Hey, I'm going to form a business, you know, and it's been a wild ride. It really has like just finding a niche and saying, let's go for it. Yeah. Yeah. So you obviously have a history in podcasting. You've got more than one, if I remember correctly. Tell us about your podcasting history. What got you into (laughs) podcasting, not just the agency side, but why did you start podcasting in general? And tell us about your podcasts. (laughs) Oh my goodness. It was actually due to ego. Like I thought, oh, I got all this content in my head and I'm like, I got to get it out. The world needs to hear this. And, you know, I started at my first show called The Hot Mic at Arch DevOps. And it was really just me opining for like 10 or 15 minutes. And I realized like, nobody's listening to this. Nobody's, maybe my mom, even that, right? So I started having, I had one good friend of mine that's like, yeah, hey, so I have a podcast. You ever have a guest? And I'm like, 
no. Are you asking though? And he's like, yeah. So he came on, we had a real good conversation and I realized, hey, this is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And I also realized there's a particular direction I should go with this. So I tuned that podcast to be entrepreneurial focused. Like I want to have fellow owners on the show to talk about their journey, their successes, their abject failures and just share about it. And then the next podcast I started, it actually was, it was kind of an experiment. I had a list of people that were marketers, about a list of a thousand people. And I cold emailed them and I said, Hey, I'm thinking about starting this podcast. It's about marketing. And I know we don't know each other. You don't know who I am, but would you like to be on the show? And I had like 30 people say, well, heck yeah, this sounds like fun. And I had them on the show, did some really awesome recordings and I learned some cool things about podcasting. And I just said, okay, let's do it again. Let's do it again. So I started up a third one called the mind field. And that one's more about like just mindfulness, mental awareness, mental toughness, stoicism, anything having to do with the mind. And it attracted some really interesting people. I've had people go on spirit journeys and they talk about that. I had a magic mushroom guy on one time and every, like, seriously, everything was just like, wow, it was really mind opening. I'm like, this is a really cool show. And then the fourth one was about podcasting. I put something up on Reddit. There's a couple of subreddits that have to do with podcasting. I said, hey, I got a show about podcasting. Here's my Calendly. And my calendar filled up like three months out. Had somebody that was like, is your Calendly broken? Because it, it was like February. They said, it doesn't show that you have any availability till May. And I looked and I'm like, uh, no, that's right. My phone's been like blowing the heck up all day today. So I guess I'll see you in May. So, but yeah, I just, I find it as a really, I don't like to do anything in moderation. I don't like mm-hmm. to do anything in moderation. I probably should have picked naughty for the type of show. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going to go vanilla. It's like, no, actually, the way I live my life is not. So, you can change your mind. You can. Change your mind. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. so, what does that mean? Like, do you have costumes you put on if we change? Like, oh, boy, get the whip. You know, like, <laughs> like, we walk you downstairs and go, hey. So, all right, here's the say, oh, crap. Y'all can't see, but she's got a writing crop on her desk. Yeah, I do keep the writing crop here for. Thought it was the, a. The I thought it was a back scratcher at first. <laughs> yeah, right. No, it's an actual writing crop. It is from a direct sales bedroom and relationship enhancement company. And I'll leave it at that if people want to find out what that is, you know. But it's literally a prop that I use for my own podcast. Right? It's a lot of fun and. So, yes, you can absolutely change your mind and we can go naughty, which means we walk a little more of the fun line of innuendo and fun, but we don't like go overboard. Right. Michelle doesn't have a riding crop. She just uses her tongue. (laughs) (laughs) True. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Let's stay vanilla. Let's stay vanilla. Somebody from church might hear us and they'll be like, we're going to have to revoke your deacon card, bro. I just want to your first podcast. What was the name of it? It was called The Hot Mic at Arch DevOps. Okay, come on. You got to go naughty, dude. I, I, it's what I called it. The name okay. like that. You got it. The name like that. <laughs> on microphone, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't yeah. edit it either. I just, I would have people on them like, all right, let's go. And I hit the button. And they're like, some of them are like, are we on the air? I'm like, yeah, let's just, I have a conversation. I'm like, oh, okay. Caught yeah. them off guard. It's really good episodes. That's why we like it. Yeah, exactly. Well, okay, so we'll keep we will keep it vanilla, but just in case, just in case, because I did forget to tell you, we do have a safe word. So if we ever go overboard, if we ever go too far for you, even in the world of vanilla, um, but we're really good about biting our tongues. But still, just in case, there is a safe word. And the safe word is meatloaf, because I would do anything for business, but I won't do that. Okay. So just meatloaf us and we will 
pull back and I will, out of deference to you, because you are my friend, I will edit that part out so that you don't get in trouble. Okay. But we will, by the way, some churchgoers are my favorite listeners. <laughs> and there we go. There we go. We walk among you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so you have launched then four podcasts of your own, right? And so in doing that, how did that podcasting affect your business? How did that help you? How did it, you know, what were the effects, positive and negative? Let's hit it all. Yeah. Well, on the positive side, it really helped me get good at communicating, right? And I like doing things like public speaking. I have for years. I have since before I started being a podcaster. And what I found was just being able to candidly talk with people and create an environment where they feel like, hey, I can get on this show and I know I don't know this guy, this Fritz dude, but I can talk with him about this sort of stuff because I feel like I need to share this message with the world and here's a platform for it. And it just, it kind of not really forced me, but with that practice, you get really good at talking. You get really good at figuring out, okay, what's a series of questions I can ask that, you know, we may not hit every question, but we can at least go down the trail and understand more. And what resulted from that was building some really freaking awesome relationships. Like there are some people that I didn't know at all before I had them on the show now we're friends, you know, we're in contact quite often. And it's like, they're on my bowling list. I keep a mental list of people that I'm like, Hey, if I'm ever in town, if I'm ever in like Cheyenne, Wyoming, for some reason, like I got a guy to go bowling with. Right. And it's because of that podcast. It's been an amazing networking tool. There are people I never would have met in a million years organically that are like, Oh, you got a podcast. Yes. I'd love to be on. Thank you for asking. It's really cool. The negative side, which actually resulted in a positive really is I have a tendency to overcommit on some things and I do it on purpose sometimes. Like I'll overbook myself and say, okay, crap, now I have to do something about this because I don't have much time. I can't lollygag around. And it forces me to come up with systems and processes that keep me from going insane. You know, my hair's turning gray. Y'all can't see it, but <laughs> you know, I want to catch it before it starts turning white and or falling out. So even that negative becomes a positive. But yeah, it's been what started off, like I said, as a vanity thing, as an ego thing has turned into an amazing way for me to meet new people and build some crazy, crazy rapport. Never go on back. Love it. One of the things you said that I would definitely agree with that has also been phenomenal for me in the podcasting world has been the fact that it opens doors, right? Mm -hmm. It opens conversations with people that you might have never met. And certainly it even gives you the opportunity to be able to reach out to people that you wanted to talk to and you never would have had another reason mm -hmm. to be able to get them to talk back with you. You know, so maybe some of your heroes or whatever, because the way it's shown up for me is it's gotten me in conversations with Jack Canfield. I just interviewed Mark Victor Hansen yesterday. So those nice. are... I've now interviewed 100% of the co-authors of Chicken Soup for the Soul. <laughs> That's on your bucket list, I can tell. Like, yeah, I can retire. Yes. It's, you know, I need to start collecting pictures of authors and just be like, you know, just start my collection, right? But it's all like a hit list. <laughs> got another one. Check, check. As she starts cutting out their names and magazines. <laughs> For magazines, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yes, we have too much fun with this. 
No, but it has seriously opened doors, right? Because it's also gotten me in in conversations with CEOs of companies that have my ideal client as a part of their company, right? And it it has taken my business in directions that I, as a coach, hadn't even considered before podcasting became a part of my life and my business. So that's been huge. I love that. So for you, Michelle, um, out of what he said, the benefits, have you experienced some of those as well for your business with your podcast? I have lots of friends with benefits. Some of them. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had Brett Wilson on my podcast, The Food's Super Awesome. I was stoked. The, the lead singer? Brett Wilson. No, no. He is a... He's a dragon, which is the equivalent of the American Shark Tank. Oh. So he's, he's a billionaire or something. He okay. lives here in Calgary and, yeah, nice. got two. Good. Yeah. See, I was, totally, I was totally thinking of that 1980s hairband singer, that Brett Michaels. That's who I was thinking of. Sorry, guys. Well, if you know Brett Michaels, I'm happy to have him on the show. More friends with benefits. I'm- <laughs> Does he have a business? That's the key. Does he have a business, a reason why he would want to be on either the Business Owner Podcast or Little Blue Pill for Business? I mean, he's in the music. I just business. to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> I had one guy today that was hilarious. So I, I came across his profile on LinkedIn and I'm like, oh, my God, this guy is awesome. I would love to have you on the podcast. Are you interested? And he goes, I suppose I should ask if you're a good interviewer. I said, it depends who you ask. Some people say I'm good. Some people just reach for a cigarette. <laughs> good answer i want to be on your podcast <laughs> nice so you got yeah so you got him all right i got him right and that's what i think fritz you're you hit the nail on the head with that one is that the podcast really gives you a reason to get people to be willing to talk to you because a lot of the times we're so inundated with all the messages on linkedin and facebook and email like begging us to you know buy somebody's stuff. Whereas instead, right. if we're saying, hey, I have a platform where you can talk about your stuff. Would you like to come be on my platform, my podcast? So much easier to get that conversation started. It absolutely is. And it's kind of funny because I know we all three eat, sleep and breathe this like, yeah, I can do a podcast. Easy. I'll just get in the truck and get a microphone and do it. But you ask the average person, hey, would you like to be on my podcast? It's like, holy gee whiz, I'm going to be a celebrity, you know? And yeah, they'll come on. And what's even better is if they're willing to come on and share about something that they're actually having trouble with, well, guess what? They've just qualified themselves as a lead. If you're talking about you know, a problem that you know how to solve, then it's like, oh boy, are you in the right place today? You know, let's, let's noodle through it together kind of thing. Yeah. So it's nice. Fun. Oh my gosh. So I watched Michelle's face, as you said, get in the truck and record a podcast. So you need to explain that because I, I, she was like, did he just say get in the truck? What is that? Did you say that? Did I just hear what I just heard? Yeah, I normally, so I normally do my shows in the backseat of my truck. I preferred F-150. I call it Studio 150. And I was out there, but it is hot as NARS. I don't know when this episode's going to air, but it's like 100 degrees out there. With wind chill, all right? And I'm sitting out there, and it's like three minutes till, and I'm like, my computer was like huffing and puffing. The fans were hurting, and I'm like, okay, this is a problem. Like, I got to hurry up and get back inside. So I don't normally record. This is our bedroom. I don't normally record in here, but yeah, the acoustics inside the truck are just amazing. Sounds like a story. I don't normally record inside my bedroom, but when I do, it's with two other women. (laughs) 
<laughs> How many of these do you have? I just envision you having like little sticky notes all over the place, like, ooh, number oh, 73. No, that's a program. Yeah. with them on oh, the fly, dude. Fresh from Are the you fly. Kidding I'm me? telling you, you just unleashed my tongue and then just fly. Here we go. Yeah, no, seriously. I do have to say, I had Michelle on my podcast in 2020. And it was quite possibly, not quite possibly, it was the podcast where I laughed the hardest of all oh my of my episodes. Because on my show, the guest gets, just like on this one, on my show, the guest gets to pick how far we go. So because it was Michelle, we went. She unleashed me. All the way. All the way. Turned it up all to the way. Let's go. Turned it up to 11. 100%. And she does it all on the fly. She is brilliant. At all the funnies. So, so yes. did she win? Because it sounds like, you know, the equivalent of like a rap battle, but two doms going at it. Like, did somebody eventually win or something? Oh. Like, I just, I can't, I don't have everybody wins when I'm in Everybody wins. Yeah. 100% she won. Yes. Yes. She's so much faster than I am. Like, I can come up with a joke, but she zings it out so fast that my brain is still like going, oh, I think I might. Oh, God, she got it. Damn. She got it. <laughs> kind of like the visual of your two. Records in a microphone. Any deal. I you know, love half an hour later, somebody will catch on to that. Yeah. <laughs> Wake up at three in the morning. Oh, shoot. I should have said X. Oh. Yeah. Yep. That's me. Uh, a little bit slower on the uptake. She is so fast on the zings. Yeah. It's great. So with the podcasting, then, Fritz, what you've started in the tech world, you started podcasts, and now you have a podcast agency. What forced or caused you to make that transition because you kind of alluded to it but you didn't like tell the story of transitioning into a podcast production agency right tell us the story of your transition well i'll tell you there's my tech to podcast transition t to p so i started a company started a tech company in 2015 called arch devops it was that what the podcast was named for the first one and you know, the focus on that was technology and software testing and automation, like a lot of automation. And what I ended up doing was kind of stapling on a lot of different services, trying to expand and really be all things to all people. It sounded like a great idea at the time, but it, it wasn't, you know, spoiler alert. Yeah, you both are shaking your head like, no, you got to niche down. But what ended up happening was one of the offerings I put on there was podcasting. Like, hey, we got some automated processes. We can podcast for you and edit and publish, promote, all that stuff. And I figured out that's where my passion really was, was with podcasting. Going back to what we talked about before, I love networking. I love communicating. And I remember one day in December, I was sitting down with my good friend, Mark Peterman, and I said, you know, I had this harebrained idea. I said, I'm going to start a company and I'm going to call it Podcastify Me. And this is what it's going to do. And he was like, you should totally do it. And I said, well, I'm going to check on Namecheap real quick and see if the domain's available. So I did. And it was available. I said, dude, I showed him my phone. I said, it's available. And uh, I said, don't buy it. Don't let me have this. And he's like, you can have it. It's cool. So I went home and I got it. And I you know, got a, a little bit of space on there. I sent him a screenshot when I bought it. And he got so excited. He's like, I cannot believe how fast you executed me. I am so pumped, so pumped about this. And I just took it and started fleshing it out. It was... it. You've probably both experienced flow state. And what I mean by that is when you just feel like, okay, this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. Like this is, I was bred for this moment. 
ready, set, go. And I just, I rode that wave. And it seemed like when I would put some feature together or I'd start sharing about what I was doing, other people were like, that's really cool. Like it was really dinging. It was really resonating. And I'm like, I'm just going to keep following this and see where it goes. And now here we are today. I'm on your podcast. It's just been an amazing journey. It's crazy. Nice. Never thought I'd be doing this. What's been your favorite part with the new business, you know, in terms of the business development piece? Oh, the focus, hands down. I have never been this focused on anything in my life. Okay. It's been, Arch DevOps was an amazing journey, but I had to shut it down. I needed to shut it down. It was just taking up too much mental energy. But what I remember about that was I put way too much of my own identity into it. And that was part of my downfall. It was like, I should have let it go two years ago, but I didn't because I'm like, well, if it fails, that means I suck. It doesn't. So even at the outset, building this business has been like, okay, yeah, this is an extension of me, but it's independent of me. You know, it can change. People can come to me about stuff, but I'm not the business and the business is not me. I've never had that before. So it's really new. It's novel. But I feel like I'm finally businessing properly. I didn't go to school for a business degree, right? You know, I went for computer science. I'm supposed to be a developer, but I'm figuring it out as I go. So it, it just the best part is just learning about myself, realizing that I can do these things and not have it tie back to my identity. It's amazing. So it's like a huge weight's been lifted. That's awesome. I love that you used businessing as a verb. <laughs> businessing. I'm business. How do you human properly? I can't business properly. Yes, exactly. Exactly. That's what makes it fun. You and I like making up our own verbs. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Michelle, do you have a question for Fritz? I was also enjoying the, the businessing of life because I think that so many entrepreneurs go into business with an awesome idea and they love it. And, and then they figure out, oh my God, there's this component to my thing that I never saw was there before, this thing called business. And it's, when we discover it, we think we have to do it right. And it's so not true. It's a growth. It's an experience. It's a, and as you get these epiphanies that you will get, like, hey, I'm really good at this. This is awesome. Mm-hmm. People like it when I'm really good at this. This is so much fun. I want to keep doing this because I can make money at it. And people see the value in it and want to give me money on it. And I think you have to just kind of throw yourself out there and have a little fun with it. Mm-hmm. And even though you may, you now are more a voice for your company than you ever were for the tech company. But as you said, when you associate it with who you are, it's not who you are. It's just a skill set that you have that you're bringing to the world. And, you know, I'm bored with this skill set now. I am moving on to this one because this one's fun. And that's absolutely within your options in life. Just like in this podcast, you have options. Yep. <laughs> Mine. <laughs> Awesome. So what? give us a Cinderella story of one of your favorite clients. One of my favorite clients. I think it's got to be good buddy Keith. He was one of the first clients I had. And I, I really appreciate the risk that he took because I had just gotten started. I think I had just gotten started. I hadn't actually officially said, hey, this is Podcastify Me. It was just, hey, this is you know, I run Arch DevOps. I do a lot of stuff. I do this, 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 that, podcasting, this, this. And he's like, whoa, hey, hey, oh, he took notice. And uh, he's like, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. And so I think in part, he was one of the people that helped me refine what the offering was because he knew what he wanted to get out of podcasting. 
And then when I realized, okay, I think there's something here because there's actually business value with wrapping a podcast around somebody that is paid for their advice. And it seems like a lot of people I know that are advisors or coaches or trainers, they're great at what they do, but then they're not super good at sales and marketing. So it's like, well, how can I help with that? Like, here are the gifts I've got. Can I combine these skills into something that can attract more of the right people to them? And the answer is yes. So I said, well, let's turn it up to 11. Let's go naughty and let's see what else we can get away with here. <laughs> and it's just, yeah. And so I just changed my messaging because of that relationship. And I said, okay, this is what I do. This is who I do it for. This is why it works. And people were like, I get it. Yes. You know, prior to Keith, I probably wouldn't have had that, uh, that clarity. So nice. I love having clients like that because when they have the experience of knowing, of having delved into it, so they have some experience of <laughs> messing up their business. And they're like, okay, this is what I need. And you're like, oh, I can do that. Awesome. Yeah. Like, let's put that package together. And then everybody that doesn't know what they're doing in that realm, you go, hey, I got this stuff. And they're like, you could do that for me? That'd be awesome. They don't even really know what that is yet. <laughs> I know, right? And it's crazy too, because so often, just at a high level, when it comes to being an entrepreneur, it's like, yeah, we see all kinds of possibility. You know, there's, there's just a, a universe of possibilities. And so often people just get hung up on, well, oh my goodness, what should I do? Like, I don't know what next step to take. It's analysis paralysis. But the fact is, you can literally take any step. You can go any direction, pick any niche and just do it. Just be the best you can be at it. And like, there's an infinite number of niches out there. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. You know, I've just- What, what yeah, are the most right. interesting ones of your clients or one that they went, no, nobody's going to be interested in this podcast. And all of a sudden it's like- Everybody's interested in that podcast. Oh, What's one of the more fun? One of the more interesting ones. So, got a couple guys. You might know them because they're in St. Louis, but Jay Grossman and Dave Marks. Do those oh, names sound familiar, Jay? I've heard the names. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, they've got a podcast and they were actually like seriously one of my first, first clients. Like even before Keith, even before seriously podcasting was a thing. It came to me because I needed some help managing their podcast and getting stuff posted and working with them and fleshing it out. I mean, I'm not a car guy, but I realized, you know, the approach that they've got is really about building a community around themselves. So using a podcast as an excuse to get people into the community, it's an engine for that. And that's just fun. a really interesting approach. Yeah. So I was looking at this and I'm like, man, these guys really have something. And of course, I stole the idea. and was like, hey, one of the things you can do is build a community around you using the podcast. But yeah, I mean, that was the most interesting one because it's really information. What did they talk about? Well, let's talk about cars. So Jay Grossman, I forgot you're not from around right. here. I keep hearing the accent and I'm like, she's not from St. Louis. She is not with us. Um, <laughs> so Jay is- Canadian is kicking in. Canadian, eh? So he runs a company called iAutoAsian and- it's sort of like real estate agents for cars. Like you can list your cars, you can buy and sell them. Everything's like contactless. It's all on the internet. Mm -hmm. But they basically take care of every aspect of the buying and selling of cars. You don't have to go visit shady dealerships and stuff like that. And then Dave Marks is the founder of Quality Auto STL. They changed the name. I think it's like Quality Auto Entire now. I can't remember what he called it now, but it's a repair shop. So these two guys, they can cover 
a wide spectrum of topics on the show, even bringing in people that are insurance agents or they work at a bank, they understand financing. They have people that come in and share horror stories about, right, I went to this dealership one time and they, my car got stolen off the lot or whatever. But it's just, it's every aspect of it. It's just a huge spectrum of cool stuff. And yeah, it's just been a really interesting journey for them. I've been working with them for probably close to a year. And it's just neat. Love working with these guys. Yeah. Uh, that podcast is called, isn't it called like Two Car Guys or something? It's uh, the Auto Authorities. The Auto, Auto Authorities Auth- podcast. Okay. All right. Yeah. I was going to say, I know I've seen it somewhere, probably because you and I are on all the social medias and stuff together. St. So. Louis is small. St. Louis is. Michelle, I don't know where part, what part of Canada are you in? I'm North Montana. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There we go. So like, I don't know if it's a small area, but St. Louis is super small. Like everybody knows everybody around here. Yeah. It's yeah. it is a small world. <laughs> it's an awesome it's city where people are connected because it's right. very fantastic connected. culture and yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. I particularly love downtown St. Louis. Yes. Yeah. We have fun there. It's a good time. So Fritz. Now is the time for people, if they've been listening and they are sitting here going, I think I need to have a conversation with Fritz. How can they get a hold of you? How would you like them to reach out to you? Hmm. Best way, if they want to have a conversation with me, the best way would be to head over to the website. It's podcastify.me. And there's a mechanism on there where... You read through it and you think, I think I need to see if I can get a podcast built for my business. There's a big pink button. I use pink everywhere. I don't know why. I'm a guy. It's like pink buttons. Pink buttons. I know as soon as I said that, I'm like, they're going to flag me. (laughs) Hey, you said vanilla. You're talking about pink buttons. So, yeah. (laughs) And, uh, you know, grab over and over. Just click the button. Just tap it, you know, and. There you I'll ask you a few questions and find out about you. And if it looks like it might be a fit, we'll have a discovery call and we'll have a good old fashioned chat and learn about each other. Exactly. That's the way to do it. So as our audience knows, the regular listeners know to go check the show notes. If you're new to this show and maybe new to podcasting in general, listening to shows, in order to grab the show notes and get to that link rather than trying to figure out if you're spelling it right. Make sure you go to grab your phone as long as you're not driving, click on today's episode and scroll up just a little bit and you will see all of Fritz's information, including the link to his website. And we're even going to include his email address there for you as well so that you can connect with Fritz. Check out his cool website with the big pink button. Yeah, that's too funny. So the show notes are there, and that's how you can reach out to Fritz. So now we're going to turn things over to Michelle. Michelle has a few questions, our regular rapid-fire questions for you, Fritz. Are you ready? I don't know. This is my first time meeting Michelle. Is she safe? She doesn't look safe. She, no. You're right. She's not. Look <laughs> out. We're in my house now, please. <laughs> right. I will, however. Because inquiring minds want to know, when it comes to your marketing and your business, would you say that you rely on domination or seduction? Seduction. Good. When it comes to networking, are you an exhibitionist or a voyeur? 
exhibitionist. When it comes to leadership, would you say you're a gentleman dom or a power sub? Oh, shoot, I don't know. That's okay. Which one's the more authoritative of the two? Gentleman dom? Yeah, I think so. Okay. That one. When it comes to your team, do you prefer to be married or have mistresses? Or the male version of mistresses, whatever that is. Married. Awesome. When it comes to entrepreneurship, are, do you prefer monogamy or polyamory? Huh, polyamory. <laughs> <laughs> See, you're kicking in the thigh. I think so. At least when you're businessing. That's right. <laughs> awesome. Fritz, you've been fabulous. Thank you so much for your time. We appreciate Thank it immensely. You. It's been awesome. Absolutely. Well, as our badass crew knows, first of all, we want to thank you for your time, Fritz. It's been a fun conversation. We are so excited to have you here. And our listeners, again, make sure you go check out the show notes to grab Fritz's contact information. Check out his website. Go click on that pink button. Hee hee hee. And make sure that you check out all the things that Fritz has to offer if you are thinking about getting into the world of podcasting to build your business, open up doors that you didn't even know existed, and maybe get some doors that you've been knocking on for a while to actually pop open because now they have a reason to talk with you. So highly recommend checking out all that Fritz has to offer. And keep in mind, too, whether you are a seasoned listener of the Bad Girls on Business or brand spanking new, haha, make sure you go check out our website, badgirlsonbusiness.com, because each one of our hosts has a gift waiting for you on our page. So please make sure you go check that out and look for the fun little Easter egg that we have just for you somewhere hidden on that page. We'd love to know if you find it. Oh my gosh, there are so many ways I could go. I'm going to stop though, because you called for vanilla. (laughs) (laughs) All righty, everybody. Thank you for staying on, staying tuned and stay tuned because there is another badass episode on its way. Thank you for listening to the Bad Girls on Business podcast. Don't forget to check the show notes for any links mentioned in this episode and for additional contact information about the guest or our hostesses. If this show got you going, we'd love to hear about it when you subscribe, rate, and review the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the direct sales dom, the referral diva, or your mistress in business? The Bad Girls have hidden their gift for you at badgirlsonbusiness.com. When you find the Easter egg, use the password BGOB to unlock your treasure chest of goodies.